Atonement for Me, Episode 17, Dangerous PR, with Cynthia Stiltz. Hey, Magical Misfits, it's Caden Ivy, and welcome back to Atonement for Me with Luai slash Cynthia, my shady sis. Me? Yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love how you can't even say that with a straight face. No. I can't. I can't. It's it's really hard for me to have anything straight right now, so it's... <laughs> yeah. So... Back again. Back again, because you can't get either of us to shut up no. sometimes. And the two of us are very blunt. Huh. That's an understatement. We um, we say things, mm -hmm. and they're just out there. Take them as you will, but that's not always a good thing in some people's books. No. And it definitely surprises quite a few people about mm. us. Mm hmm Because we seem to be... It's like when something happens and everyone thinks something, but they all bite their tongue because they're like, ooh, that's not right to say, but we're all thinking it. We're the ones that are just, just coughing it up right away. And, you know, sometimes I don't even realize, but then sometimes I cringe at myself and I'm like, oh, well, it came out already. Sometimes we don't read the room before... Before we, we read the room. Oh, before literally. we literally read the room. <laughs> of course, oh you would show up when we're talking about that shade. Oh, 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 I'm pretty shady, he guys. He is shady. Yeah. And sassy. Mm -hmm. And dramatic. And dramatic. You're pretty much a drag queen, aren't you? Yes. I know. Vader? Huh. He said, yeah. Yeah. He's like me in dog form. Oh, yeah. I point that way, mm. he goes that way. <laughs> oh, just to be, yeah, just to be petty. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> petty, petty. Who, me? Yeah. I would never. never. Me either. Oh, God, no. No. I, I've never known you just stick I, I, I like to I like the high road, yes. <laughs> So yeah, we're both pretty mouthy. We are. And we both kind of recently really put ourselves out there mm -hmm. and created a platform for ourselves mm -hmm. to really show who we are as people, but also our opinions. Mm -hmm. Because before people like only really knew our art, I would yeah. say, but they didn't know us. Yeah. We definitely had more of an entity as opposed yeah. to a personality mm -hmm. to it. And we're definitely putting, I think a lot of people are putting themselves out there a lot more right now. But we definitely have been a little mouthier mm -hmm. than, than, normal. Yeah. than normal. And that's because we both grew up in cultures and environments that required us to be silent mm -hmm. and submissive. All while taking like a lot of criticism. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just the smile and nod. Mm -hmm. And 
Neither of us are pageant no. queens. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And we've only recently discovered that there are different categories other than pageant queens that we don't necessarily stoop to. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we, we understand that we're not exactly everybody's cup of tea. That's the thing. And a lot of people actually like live for it until it's at them. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like, well, I'm not going to pick and choose. I'm going to, it's... If, if It's me. If there's something wrong, it needs to be pointed out. And I found that, especially recently, all the things that I felt were wrong now kind of have come to light and I'm able to talk to other people and other people are, are the, me too. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. Which is why we ended up being as close as we are Mm -hmm. through conversations going, oh my god, you too? Mm -hmm. People also think you're a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder who started that rumor. (laughs) Oh, shady in here today. Oh, God. We need to open the curtain, let in the little sun. It's shady. Well, the darker months, so. Yeah, yeah, why not? Daylight savings just happened. Yeah, yeah. we're getting shady. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing but shade from here on out. And like, it's so funny though, because at the time, it's just something casual to us. Like, to us, it's like saying, oh, look, there's that on the floor, but we're saying, like, Oh, look, it's you, or you know? But then they're like, whoa, this is rude. And it's so funny, too, because I I think you could probably relate to this. Now that that I'm on camera more, there's so many things that I watch back of myself, and at the time, I'm not even thinking at all, and it's nothing. But I'm like, damn, I look like a bitch. Like, that seemed so rude or so mean, and in my head at the time, it was not the intention whatsoever. But... I think it just comes with the curse of being blunt. Yeah. We're we're both really blunt mm-hmm. and to the point. And I think that makes a lot of people uncomfortable. Does it get you in trouble? Gets me in trouble. It gets all me the in time. trouble too, girl. It gets me in trouble all the time. I've definitely seen it from you when you're working and people just going, oh, you can't say that. I know. And I, th- I think, like, in a makeup standpoint, I get away with it more than others because I'm a gay man. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, women can take a lot from gay men versus other women, I've noticed. But even just in general and in drag community and everything, like, it, I can totally see how the it can be misperceived. Especially if, you know what, there's something I've been really trying to remind myself lately is, like, yeah, be blunt, be straightforward, but, like, this person might really look up to me and, like, I might actually crush them without even knowing. Yeah. It's about... The balance. The balance. But what's that? But also code switching, because we do that all the time. What do you mean? Like, how I would talk to you knowing that we share quite a similar background. I don't have to yeah. explain things to you exactly. or sugarcoat them. Right. I can just say it and I know you're not going to be take offense to it. I know you're not going to be mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god, she's being such a bitch." You're just like, 
That's what she feels. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. Because mm-hmm. I like I I noticed that about you almost right away. Well, I remember when <laughs> when we did the first fashion week when I met you, and it, remember you were running around like a chicken with their head cut off. Yes, because you know that was. It was the situation. It was the situation. It's a fashion show. That's we, we how it goes. We talked about it, I think, last episode or the first, our first episode we talked about it. So I remember um, you were getting people together and like someone asked you a question and you, I, I forget what it was, but you answered it in the most like blunt way that it's, it's funny because I didn't even realize it was blunt until I saw this person's reaction because when I when you said it, I was like oh yeah okay and then this person was like Jesus Christ like they were terrified and I'm thinking like after I saw their reaction I was like oh yeah I can kind of see how that but then I was like oh this bitch is just like me and then I was like this is great we'll get along we'll be fine we'll be fine and ever since then we've been very straightforward with oh, each yeah. other and like, no feelings no, censure. no feelings are hurt no my muzzle is collecting dust it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. getting dusty. Yeah. Well, especially in like a fashion show or on set, I'm working and I'm balancing everything. So I'm it's just business. like I don't ha- I don't necessarily have the time to like for your feelings. I don't have to time have to, like the to nice swaddle city. you in a blanket and yeah. rub your back right now. Yeah, we need to get shit done. I, I like I I am on a schedule. I got to get shit done. It's like me backstage at drag shows. I'm like, if you meet me at one of my shows that I'm hosting, like, don't judge me from that. Yeah. It's, it, it, you can't because you will not like me. I mean business. But you also, like, yes, we, we mean business and sometimes we come across as, like, harsh. Mm-hmm. But I know you are the queen of managing PR. <laughs> because we are both more public people now Mm -hmm. and we're going to get into situations or dramas or whatever that we have to address and Mm -hmm. we can't necessarily and we do have to bring that diplomacy to it and the thing is you know when to use that well a lot of people tell me like well like why does this like I get it but why does this need to be addressed or like why are you saying that it's like when you're a public figure like uh, this it's not even at that scale for us at all but think of celebrities like things go south when they don't even do anything it's something something will just start from nothing and it'll spiral so it's like we like to nip things in the butt before that happens and also sometimes it's like our responsibility I think to address things like it's and I know like both of us, we can even own up to when we make a mistake and we can address things. That goes for both ways. We can address things for other people, but also call ourselves out. Mm-hmm. And that's really important too. Accountability yeah. is definitely a buzzword right now. Yeah. As it should be. Mm-hmm. And I feel that we both lead, try at least to yeah. lead by example because I'm not perfect and I do run Who my is? mouth yeah. when I get upset or get annoyed mm-hmm. and being able to separate 
that from like who I am, and then be able to be like, no, I did wrong. Yeah, I shouldn't have. I I was misinformed.、Mm-hmm. I need to backtrack、yeah. on that. But then also, like going into it, understanding that when you do speak so strongly, you're you're bound to offend someone, or someone's gonna disagree with you. There's always gonna be that person who's just like, I'm just going to play the devil's advocate、mm-hmm. here, and sometimes that's absolutely fair. That's、mm-hmm. a completely different perspective that you didn't even think about, and you're just like, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But sometimes people are just trolling you. Oh yeah, just. To be, and that just to be terrible people, and that really, it takes its toll on you.、Mm-hmm. Like just the demeaning comments、mm-hmm. and death threats. Yeah, messy here. Yeah, death threats. Ho- you know every- the holiday. Christmas death threats. Yes. <laughs> Tis the season, Tis the for, season death threats, for death threats, my friends. Yes, yes, love that. So let's backtrack on that. <laughs> let's reverse the bus. Let's reverse. <laughs> beep beep yeah, beep. Yeah. Let's get to why do we have Christmas death threats? <laughs> <laughs> Because my did Krampus dear, bring them in? Because I d-、um, did a photo shoot at、uh, Glow, which is a holiday light like festival thing where you go take pictures, get cute, and I was wearing what a lot of people perceived to be as inappropriate for a family friendly event. That there was alcohol served, and it was the latest time slot before 10 p.m. Honey, honey, I was on the children's night of a fashion show <laughs> with my dick shoes. That's tea, I, and that's a, it's it's it was just perception.、Um, so that went really viral. It went huge, as I'm sure a lot of you know.、Um, but it was like me fighting back. I was being very public and very open about it because I thought that, you know, this is a chance to educate people.、Uh, gay rights didn't just happen; it was like it was a fight, and things like this need to happen for there to be progress. As unfortunate as it was, honestly, but things like this need to happen. But oh yeah, there was like men on.、Uh, Like blogs talking about, I'm gonna collect her teeth and like, oh yeah, oh crazy shit. At least you have nice teeth. <laughs> no, it was crazy. Like I had to increase security at my reflections event. I like stopped wearing a name tag at my work. I remember that. Yeah. Remember that. I um, yeah. It was just a lot that I I was really watching my back.、Mm-hmm. I was really watching my back. I was even making a joke because right after, right after Glow, I went to the chiropractor and they cracked my neck, and I was like, "Damn, I feel like an owl. I could spin my head all the way around so I can watch my back better." Because honestly, like it was, the, like it's like, of course, I assumed that 
it was just online talk because people like to run their mouth online and talk oh, shit. Oh, for sure. But it's like when you see someone threatening your life, like you have to consider that. Like, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. 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 I've definitely, I've been in those situations, but that was more like my personal life. It wasn't mm. the person that I put out to the world being attacked. Mm-hmm. And it's scary. Well, it's still, it's like trauma from abuse, regardless. Whether it's public or personal, it's still similar trauma. Yeah. And it still... That shit stays with you. Yeah. And it Mm. reforms the way you think. And it was, it could have been, for my example, it was like nothing. Or Mm. it was just something you said. And the way that people will get invested. Oh, yeah. So invested to take you down yeah to take you down yeah like that is effort that they're i don't know you i've never seen you before but i'm all over your page yeah and it's just like okay talk to me Mm -hmm. and obviously if you're in an altercation that's not always like the best way to handle it because Mm -hmm. tensions and emotions are running high and you might not be able to kind of hash things out in a constructive way. Exactly. But with your situation, you were it was completely over PR. Oh yeah. It was about how the event handled it. So the event reached out to me and they said that because I'm sharing the hate that's being said about me online that they have to refund all these angry customers. And it's like First of all, the angry customers is crazy enough, but for you to say like, oh, because you were bullied, now I have to refund everyone. Yeah, like. I, I read that message, I literally was like, the fuck? And I remember I had, I stepped back to her, I just said, I'm gonna be sharing this online. And I just took a screenshot and I posted it and I said, I'm gonna let y'all deal with this right now because I can't process. And like my followers just took over and like. Yeah. The, the support was unreal. It was unreal. Oh, I had my fair share of things to say. Oh, you were like, you were one of my top supporters. You went off. It was so badly handled. Yeah, it was bad. And then the fact that they allo- like were being super passive aggressive to you mm-hmm. and allowing people to make public attacks on you. Like, that's not something that anybody wants to see, period. And it was something like throughout... Like, I don't know how it was in the rest of Canada because I know it spread, but it, I know throughout Nova Scotia, it was something that everyone felt like they needed to give an opinion about. Yes. Everyone. There's so many people came and told me like, oh, I heard my coworkers talking about you or this and that. And everyone was like, you know, the the general consensus is like, I don't think this should have happened to her, but she was dressed scantily. That's the general thing. But that's not the point of the matter. It's like, I'm not saying that this person shouldn't be in jail. I'm saying, no, it's not fair that you jailed him, but not this guy who did the same thing. I'm not saying what he did is right, which what I did wasn't wrong. I st- I'm fighting that still. What I did wasn't wrong. But no, even I if agree. the fact of the matter, it's like we've all seen women at the same venue take taking very similar shots. It's a fact of the matter that this was a conversation that parents had to have with their kids that they weren't ready for because they're from the woods. But also, that was pre-COVID. Yes. And now, 
we had that entire time of isolation where everybody formed an opinion on everything. Mm -hmm. And now the internet is just a cesspool of this is my opinion. Mm -hmm. And we had like a micro dose of that in like how everything was handled for you. Yes. Yeah. Did that change how you saw things like over the past year? Yes, very much. I think like, I'm honestly, I'm glad it happened. I truly think that the glow thing will like made me so much stronger. And so the glow thing made me stronger and then COVID happened. And then COVID was really when I let go of caring what I say. Mm -hmm. Because before I was worried about like a couple things, um, you know, being a freelance artist also and having that intermix in my brand. I was worried that that would look bad. Also, like, contracts, things like that, you know. But after COVID, it really made me see how short life is. And I really, like, I just don't give a fuck. If there's something that needs to be addressed, it's going to be said. And if someone wants to maybe not book me because of that or let me go from a job, then um, that's okay. My morals will come before money always. And um, I'll let everybody know that this is why I was let go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's and same here. I found that like through COVID and kind of putting yourself out there has given mm. me so much more of a backbone. Mm-hmm. Because your whole life you're told to like sit down and shut up. Mm-hmm. But also think of what people will think. Mm-hmm. You don't want them to think but this the about you. Fence, the picket fence. It's all yeah. And it's just like, but I don't fit into what they want necessarily this uh, this concept of, mm-hmm. well, you shouldn't do this because people are going to think this of you. Always, what's, yeah. What's the point? You know what, though? The people who are sitting down and shutting up, I bet you they're, like, roasting inside because it's, like... It's, Weren't you? It's boiling. Yeah. That's why we're like those. It snowballs. I know. That's why we go from zero to 60 and jump on people because it's, like, when you're used to taking shit your whole life, you, you're tired. You're tired. Yeah. And when you're tired, filter is off. And I'm like, I am 2020 exhausted. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. filter is who's she? Yeah. And the biggest realization for me was when I realized that everybody is just as anxious as I am. Like everybody. Yes. There's so many people that I look up to so much. Like even like I've met uh, drag race queens that I thought were just like, I still think they're amazing, but I saw them experience the same anxiety that I experienced. And I'm like, fuck, like why, why am I scared? It, it humanizes people yeah. so much. And it's less of that fall because people see you as a, hu- as a human, mm-hmm. as opposed to like an avatar. Yeah. And I've I found that a lot of the that's things that Avatar, I Avatar, that's so oh that's like that, I found that, that a lot of the things that I wish I had known growing up. And the things that I say, I wish somebody had said it to me mm-hmm. when I was younger, or that somebody had been that outspoken or I fought that, for you that and you person were, yeah, yeah. growing up. And I think that's the reason for me to like to not yes people can say what whatever they want about you online they're gonna say it mm-hmm. anyways it's not exactly. you it's about somebody else they're gonna 
they're going to do it. They're going to, and even if they're, they're going to find something about you, they're oh, going to yeah. find something. Yeah. Always. And if I just be like, well, here it is, mm-hmm. sort through the trash, then I feel a lot more comfortable when they've picked things that I've just like, well, I've presented you mm-hmm. my worst qualities. True. Here they are. Here they are. Have fun. Roast me. I love, go, a go- I love a good go roast. Go for it. Because if you can come up with something more creative than the insult I've given myself. Please. You, you're, you're deserving Please. on that one. Mm-hmm. You earned your Oscar. But it's more of just, I wish somebody had said it before me. Or I wish they'd said it louder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. I guess that's why we're super quiet people. And when we have something to say, we mm-hmm. we say it. And that's like, all, you know, where you were saying like all your life you were told to shut up. And I feel the same because it was like all my life, like, damn, just stop talking. You're so mouthy. And it was getting me in trouble. It still gets me in trouble. But... <laughs> I, all like all my life, I thought like fuck, my mouth is gonna be the death of me. But I never thought that someday my mouth can be like potentially a po- make a positive change in something, you know. And it's speaking up to the bully. Yeah, like speaking up to the bully is what it is. That's exactly, exactly mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. Because it's if you think about it, all the times where we mouth off, it's always in situations where the big guy is getting by because he's the big guy. But if it was the other way around, it wouldn't fly. So that's that's not fair. And that's like most of our arguments, people aren't in the wrong, but it's like some of them, yeah, we're not saying this person is right. We're saying that both of these people did the same thing, but only the black guy got arrested for it and not the white guy. That's the problem. We're not saying that it was right to do this. We're saying that, and that's a side thing that a lot of people don't understand. It's the fairness. The equalizer. Yes. It's the biggest driver behind my mouth is like, Mm -hmm. just flattening the playing field pretty much. And that's the tea. 